0: to the Keeping It Juicy podcast. You made squeezing nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe so you can join us every Tuesday for a brand new episode.
1: And add us on Facebook and Instagram at Keeping It Juicy podcast.
0: All right, welcome to episode 18.
1: Let's get high, dude.
0: (laughs) I don't think that's what this is about. This is actually about CBD, so...
1: (laughs) Okay, then let me leave the facility right now.
0: (laughs) That's not what I signed up for.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, welcome to episode 18. As you can tell, we are going to talk about CBD and what it's all about. But first off, let's just start with some new nutrition in the news. I don't know if you guys heard, there's something called NAD plus supplementation. So, in recent years, interest in this NAD+, which is also known in the scientific name as nicotinamide, nicotinamide, a ad-
0: nicotinamide, adenine dinucleotide. Yes. That.
1: Nicotinamide, adenine dinucleotide. <laughs> <laughs> Words are hard, but... There has been an increased interest in this just because in the different fields of biomedical research and a few, and a few good number of studies have revealed the importance of this NAD plus biosynthesis for the pathophysiologies of aging and aging related diseases. NAD plus is also a coenzyme found in all living cells and is required for the fundamental biological processes that make Life possible. So, if you're any sort of science major, you do understand some sort of function of NAD. So, NAD levels do decline as we age. NAD has two general sets of reactions in the human body, helping to nutrients into energy as a key player in metabolism and working as a helper molecule for proteins that regulate other biological activity. These processes are incredibly important because they are responsible for regulating oxidative stress and circadian rhythms while maintaining the health of our DNA and keeping us humans healthier for a longer period of time.
0: Yeah, I just want to throw in, I basically remember NAD as part of, NAD plus as part of kind of metabolism. Mm -hmm. And it's just a huge byproduct. But I don't remember actually learning like what else it does.
1: No, Um, it was kind of just, it was just kind of shown to us, hey, mm -hmm. this is this molecule, this is Mm -hmm. how it assists, boom, Mm -hmm. let's move on.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it's really interesting to see that it does actually have some other roles in the human body than just being a byproduct of metabolism. And basically, the scientific community has been researching how NAD plus relates to overall health and age-related disease. Mm. So in 2016, a study actually found that mice and worms with degenerative muscles had improved muscle function when they were supplemented with NAD plus precursors. So a 2017 study showed that mice that were supplemented with NAD precursors experienced an increase in DNA damage repair. So meaning their DNA was able to be, their DNA was repaired more. And the two-year-old mice, given the NAD precursor, actually ended up looking identical. Their tissue ended up looking identical to three-month-old mice. So this just goes to show it does play a role in age and how your tissue actually ages and how your DNA is able to repair itself. Mm -hmm. So a 2018 study found that mice with an NAD precursor supplementation had improved cognitive function, pointing to signs that this could be something. So these are basically some of the recent findings, and it's kind of inspiring researchers to continue to uh, research this in humans and just want to explore the benefits of supplementing with NAD+.
1: So, basically, I feel like this could be the next trend after this whole CBD and hemp oil, whatever, trend <laughs> dies out. I mean, yeah. any humans would do anything to look younger. I mean, that's why uh, Botox exists. That's why I'm, um, like, looking at my phone lines, like, what the fuck? How do I make oh this disappear? God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's aging is such a multidimensional thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if just supplementing one single thing will have these huge benefits, but I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see because there's already some supplements out there that they claim to say they work to counteract the shortening of your telomeres. Mm -hmm. And if you guys know anything about your telomeres, those are basically the ends of each of your chromosomes. And each time your cells divide, in theory these telomeres get shorter and the telomere theory says that when your telomeres are gone you die because your cells can no longer divide and if your cells can no longer divide you you die. So Well that was tel- more
1: <laughs> I'm
0: Trying to be straightforward here. So this telomere aging the telomere theory is just part of like aging. So hmm. I'd be interested to see how NAD+ plus relates to telomeres as well
1: i would also be interested in maybe even in burn victims if i could role, oh. play a role in that like it's yeah. talking about tissue repair exactly
0: so,
1: i mean i i am think i might be thinking a little bit ha- ahead of the curve but that's yeah. not too far-fetched i feel no not at all lots of potentials just starting to be researched so mm-hmm. keep your mm-hmm. eye out mm-hmm. um, yeah with that being said, let's get high. Okay, I need to stop saying <laughs> that. But but in all seriousness, let's move on to the main subject. If you keep
0: saying that, we're going to get kicked off iTunes.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about the main reason why you guys turned in. So what the hell is CBD? So CBD, also known as cannabidiol, is, is one of the non-psychoactive ingredients in cannabis, increasingly thought to offer wide-ranging health benefits with few side effects and low risk of addiction or abuse. So THC, also tetrahydrocannabinol, is the main psychoactive component of the cannabis plant.
0: Right. So first off, let's just be very, very, very clear that cannabis, hemp, and marijuana are not the same thing. So, cannabis is a family of plants with two primary classifications. It's indica and stativa. While marijuana can be considered a member of either the indica or sativa families, hemp is a member of the cannabis sativa family. So, because hemp and marijuana both derive from the cannabis cannabis sativa family, they do share certain similarities. However, due to each plant's biological structure, They do have several distinct and crucial differences. We're not going to get too far into that because we're not talking about like plant anatomy and biology, but just know that they are not the same thing. They Mm -hmm. are different classifications.
1: So hemp versus marijuana, we'll just take a quick little look at the anatomy. So to the untrained eye, hemp and marijuana can appear similar, but if you know what to look for, Each plant has a very clear distinction of what they look like and whatnot. Marijuana marijuana features broad leaves, dense buds, and has a short, bushy appearance. So in stark contrast, hemp features skinny leaves that are concentrated toward the top of the plant and grows taller and skinnier than marijuana with few branches beneath its upper portion. So when you compare these side by side, side by side, the two plants can each be clearly identified. As we dive deeper into anatomy of the two plants, each has crucial differences in the chemical compositions as well.
0: Right. So now let's talk about their uses. So hemp versus marijuana. So because marijuana is abundant in THC, it is naturally grown for its psychoactive properties, whether it be for recreational or medicinal use. And as we probably all know, marijuana can be smoked, inhaled, ingested, or injected directly into the body. But hemp, on the other hand, is primarily used for industrial purposes, and it is capable of producing hundreds of crucial resources such as paper, clothing, building materials, biofuel, food products, oils, and more. And with the fast-growing popularity of CBD across the globe... Hemp is also used to produce a wide variety of THC free and CBD
1: products. Yeah, so very clear distinction. Hemp will not get you high unless you use it to make a rope and climb a tree. I love
0: that joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, mean, I mean, you can get high, but
1: <laughs> you, you you're you such a bad rope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so while hemp oil can contain trace amounts of THC, which is less than 0.3%, it is not enough to give the user any of the side effects they'd experience if they were to use any other cannabis product, specifically the psychoactive responses. In short, it, it doesn't count. Yeah. So yeah, so it doesn't count if you have hemp. I mean, I got I freaked out for a second when ips when the ipsy bag sent me a <laughs> hemp. Chapstick, I was like, what the hell? (laughs) But (laughs) I'm fine.
0: Am I gonna get half from this?
1: I don't know why you had a country accent. That was weird.
0: (laughs) I was mimicking you being in Texas.
1: I don't do that. Anyways. (laughs) So what's hemp good for? Apparently it's been shown to be good for epilepsy and seizure disorders, pain and inflammation, PTSD and anxiety, Crohn's disease multiple sclerosis, opioid withdrawal, metabolic disorders, which we'll focus more on this later, and there is so much more, which makes me a little bit skeptical just because it covers so many things. But again, I feel like the research is just still kind of getting a headway, so we're not 100% sure of uh,
0: yeah.
1: its full capabilities, I feel.
0: Yeah, I I typically don't like when Products Claim to do so, so much because mm-hmm. it's almost like fad diets. When it's too good to be true, it's usually not true. Mm-hmm. So I am hoping that CBD products do not end up falling under that category. But as of right now, I mean, there's not a whole lot of negative research.
1: I will say that the FDA is going to make its final decision about all these products, I believe. in mm-hmm. Actually, this month they said. Um, So, yeah, by the end of this month, um, I guess we'll see what the FDA decides. So watch out for Mm -hmm. that, too.
0: Right. That'll be really interesting because, as you know, there are so many companies out there right now making these products. So we'll see. We will definitely Hmm. have to see. So now we want to talk about how does CBD do so much And we can actually thank the endocannabinoid system for this. And this system was actually first discovered in the 1990s by Dr. Matsuda. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) I had to to really focus on that word for a second. So Mm -hmm. we can thank Dr. Matsuda, who was the first to describe the structure and functional expression of the cannabinoid receptor CB1. So scientists back in the 1990s were trying to figure out how THC, which as we know is the primary intoxicating substance in marijuana, they are trying to figure out how THC affected the body. And what they actually discovered was a remarkably complex network of cannabinoid receptors, also known as CBR, and they were expressed in cells of both the central and peripheral nervous system. And what's interesting is that they found that this endocannabinoid system promoted homeostasis, which affected everything from sleep, appetite, pain, inflammation, memory, mood, and even reproduction. So basically they found that the um, endocannabinoid system, so the ECS, helps modulate the regulation of homeostasis across all major body systems, ensuring that all these systems work together. So it's not that it does so much. It just helps your system that does all of these things.
1: So why did we even choose to talk about this anyways? It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really seem very nutrition related. Well, I want to just point out nutrition is a very multi-dimensional and multifaceted field. It is important to stay on top of all things that can improve health and well-being. So with that being said, it's been said that CBD may aid in weight loss due to how it works in the body. So bear with me here. (laughs) Okay. The body has a built-in endocannabinoid system. The system responds to different compounds in the body through two cannabinoid receptors called the CB1 and the CB2 receptors. Usually, CB1 receptors exist mainly in the brain and central nervous system and are mostly non-existent in the rest of the body. CBD2 receptors, on the other hand, exist throughout the body. So in people with obesity, however, CB1 receptors became more widespread, especially in fatty tissue. Because of this, researchers believe that there may be a link between the activation of the CB1 receptors and obesity. CBD does not activate the CB receptors directly. Instead, it influences the body's natural cannabinoids to either block off or activate the receptors. This may play a role in weight loss or other critical metabolic function. There is some evidence to suggest that CBD can help a person lose weight or help prevent metabolic disorders, which... It's crazy to think about because this came from, CBD came from marijuana and everyone knows that if you smoke Mm -hmm. marijuana, you get the munchies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's kind of, kind of the opposite. But again, it's going back to how does CBD do so much? And again, it's not so much that the compound CBD itself does all of these miraculous things. Research more so suggests that it just activates this endocannabinoid system that helps keep your body in a state of homeostasis. Mm -hmm. So just something to be very clear about, like CBD is not trying to be marketed as like the magic pill. Mm -hmm. It's just something that, you know, before it actually became legalized, we never had in our diets or anything. So how else would this endocannabinoid system become activated if we were never having it? Now Mm -hmm. it's more readily available, so... It's interesting to see how this system is actually being affected now that it's being consumed more. Mm -hmm. So that leads us into, it can also help reduce appetite. So many people say that this compound can help a person lose weight by reducing their appetite. So like we said, most people do associate cannabis with a stimulated appetite and people who smoke cannabis tend to feel more hungry than usual, which is, you know, those munchies. And while it's true that THC may cause hunger, CBD actually does not. So, THC activates the CB1 receptors in the body, causing many other psychoactive effects, but it also stimulates the appetite. And in a 2018 study, the authors did note that the CB1 receptor antagonist may help reduce appetite and control obesity. This is because the CB1 receptor agonists block off or deactivate the receptor. So it's kind of doing the opposite from antagonist to agonist and Mm -hmm. blocking off that hunger. So CBD does not deactivate the receptors, but instead it influences other molecules just to block them off. And shutting off these receptors may help reduce the appetite and prevent overeating in some people. So again, that was from a 2018 study. And then in an older animal study from 2012, found that the exposure to, to CBD reduces appetite in rats. So while there is plenty of evidence to support CBD is helpful for appetite suppression, there unfortunately have been no direct studies to show that CBD reduces appetite in humans. It was just shown that this um, the receptors can block off other receptors but that doesn't necessarily mean that appetite is truly reduced
1: that is crazy i don't know it just this is such a new topic like i don't mm-hmm. i'm not sure what to make of it yet mm-hmm. just because i mean i'm i'm not a regular weed smoker or anything right. so just like not being exposed to that plant itself and then all of a sudden saying it's okay and it's yeah everywhere. it's everywhere and i And it's legal in some states. So it's just kind of, it's crazy to think about how fast this is trending and how fast it's growing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll add on that too. Like I was never one to, you know, dapple in recreational cannabis. Dapple you say. (laughs) Dapple. Yes. I was never one to dapple. That just wasn't, wasn't my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will say that I have tried. Multiple CBD products. I have some CBD chapstick. I have some CBD lotion, some CBD drops, and I've gotten a CBD massage. And I, I do think it helps ever so slightly. Um, I would say the main thing it helps me with is it helps me feel like I'm not wound so tight. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, like I'm one yeah. to very easily become slightly overwhelmed and a little bit crazy so this mm-hmm. just kind of helps bring me down a notch and just like relax ever yeah. so slightly
1: which i i feel like they still need to figure out the difference between cbd and that of hemp because i'm mm-hmm. taking i have hemp hemp jobs and i only do a couple jobs underneath my tongue and uh-huh. i feel like i'm not I'm just more calm in general. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. but of course it's not the same plant. So that mm-hmm. just makes you. but they're part of the same family. So that exactly. just makes you wonder the association and whatnot.
0: Yeah. It's, there are so many different um, ways to get CBD. And I've recently even come across this company of CBD. So they actually put their CBD in different carrier oils. So what I mean by that is they either put it in like glycerin or avocado oil or olive oil as the carrier oil. And depending on which carrier oil you actually absorb more of the CBD. So glycerin has the lowest amount that you absorb and avocado has the highest because of the longer chain. So there is so many different types of products coming out and there I feel like we're all learning new things every day about this because it was never really studied before because it was illegal.
1: Next thing you know, they'll have CBD baby wipes for your kid.
0: You know so. what? I wouldn't be They already have CBD <laughs> shampoo. Um I have some CBD candies right here with me. They taste like cinnamon um they've got cbd gummies they've got cbd for your pets um what else oh
1: god Uh, see that's my only like concern about all that is Mm -hmm. i'm just like i'm open to trying it but i'm just afraid of just jumping right into all of those things when not enough research has been done like i'm open to a little bit because everything in moderation is fine Mm -hmm. but its effects aren't I don't know there's no long-term effect that's been displayed yet for me no. to be not as skeptical.
0: Yeah, there there I mean there's been some studies done a while ago, but mm-hmm. because of its growing popularity right now, they're only just starting to get really into it. Mm-hmm. And we won't see long-term effects for a very long time.
1: Well, so.
0: <laughs> that's <true. laughs> Well, that's that. <laughs>
1: so yeah
0: let us know what you think about cbd oil yeah i'll post somewhere the one that i've been taking recently and i i enjoy it and i i've tried a few different uh, different ones we tried a few at the expo we went to and those are pretty intense
1: oh yeah oh yeah i don't this guy squirted something (laughs) in my mouth and i'm not sure how to feel about it and it wasn't sexual by any means but
0: no it was (laughs) It was an experience.
1: It, to say the it least. It was
0: fun. It was a good time.
1: <laughs> so closing out, did you want to say the shout out?
0: Yeah. So we do want to start a new segment of of our show. And we just want to give a, a special thank you to a person on our social media each and every week. Someone that we see commenting or messaging us and supporting us. And we just want to give a, we're going to call it the social shout out and the social, Mm -hmm. social, that's a, that's a tough social, social, social social shout out. Say that five times fast.
1: Social shout out. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm going to do.
0: So our social shout out of the week goes to pieces of pebbles. She has been supporting us since day one and, Reposting and tagging us since we started. So, we just want to say thank you for your support.
1: Yeah, thank you. And then, thank you for giving me outfit choices too. Yep.
0: Pebbles, uh, <laughs> Pieces of Pebbles is a, she does like fashion blogging and kind of like lifestyle motivation type stuff. She was also a mm-hmm. burlesque dancer. So, we will definitely tag her. So, you guys can check her out, and mm-hmm. give her a follow. She is San Diego based as well.
1: Yeah. And also closing out, I do want to say congratulations to our second round matches for future dietitians to be. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. Yeah. I mean, just because you're second round doesn't mean you're any less of a candidate. I was second round mm-hmm. and I feel like I turned out just fine. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of blacked out throughout the experience, but I think I'm there. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I think I did it.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, a couple letters after my name, and here we That's are. That's <laughs>
0: all that matters. Yeah, but that concludes yeah. our episode. We would love to hear what your thoughts on CBD are. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, all right, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keeping It Juicy podcast.
1: You mean Squeeze and Nutrition.
0: Don't forget to subscribe so you can join us every Tuesday for a brand new episode.
1: Also, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Keeping It Juicy Podcast.
0: We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a review. Five stars, no less. On whatever platform you're listening to, or send us an email at keepingitjuicypodcast at
1: gmail.com. Or if you have any topics you'd like for us to touch upon, shoot us an email. Until next time, don't do anything that I wouldn't do. (laughs) Nope. Is there bugs? Yes. It just flew, there was a big ass one that flew in front of me. I was like, God damn it. Pushing open the window and now I'm freaking out. Okay.
0: He needs to close the window. And like we said before, most people associate cam- cannibal. a little.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>